Wisconsin's Afternoon News is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Amy Taylor is here in for Sandy Max. Greg Matzik is here. Debbie Lazic is here. And Adam Roberts is producing the show. And on a Monday, we've got several stories that we're tracking. This is the three. Three. At 3 on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. All right, Amy, where do we start? Despite last-ditch efforts to keep it alive, a major home goods retailer has filed for bankruptcy. It is Bed Bath & Beyond filing for Chapter 11. They did try to sell to somebody. They were looking for a buyer. None came forward, so they filed for Chapter 11, saying that they have not been able to raise enough cash to cover costs. So what this means, basically, is that the 360 Bed Bath & Beyond stores and the 120 Bye Bye Baby stores and the websites are eventually going to close. They're open right now, but they say if they do not find a buyer, all retail locations will shut down. I keep thinking of wedding season right now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so those registries will transfer to another platform. So rest assured you'll get your present. I did think it was interesting in the statement from them. They put it this way. Um, We've been there to help people from going to college to getting married, from selling a new home to having a baby. Our teams have been with you through your life. And that kind of sums up Bed Bath & Beyond. Now, that's a good communications person. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty good. Two major news talking heads have parted ways with their respective networks. Big news in cable today. Huge news. Tucker Carlson has the number one rated show on cable TV. And Fox News says that they are parting ways. No detail on if he was fired, although it sure seems like he was fired because he was on the air on Friday and didn't say goodbye and actually said, I'll see you on Monday. Oops. Eh, Guess not. And Don Lemon out at CNN saying, I am stunned. That's what Lemon had to say in a post on his Twitter account. We're going to take a much deeper dive on this and uh, go into some detail coming up at 3.15. So hang on for about uh, five minutes from now, and we will go deep on this. I'd love to know how you feel. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank. Talk and text line. Lemon and Carlson out. What are your thoughts? 855-616-1620. All right. What is the third thing? Turning to the summer. Drizzy. Do you actually know who that is? <laughs> it's Drake. <laughs> Not till you told me. Drizzy is coming to Pfizer Forum with 21 Savage. Indeed. It's his first time coming to Milwaukee. This so will be a big show. Drake, one of the most influential and successful rappers of the 21st century, is coming to Milwaukee for the first time August 3rd. It's his It's All a Blur tour. And he's with Savage, who's another superstar rapper. This is interesting because Greg and I covered the Bucks when they were in Toronto. And Drake was kind of the face of the Raptors. He sat courtside. He was obnoxious. He was loud. He had and those big wrestling belts, right? The world, the WWE oh, yeah. wrestling belts. So I think he wasn't welcome in Milwaukee. And there was a real feeling that because of those antics during the playoffs, he and Milwaukee had kind of a rough relationship. But he's coming now. Removed from the Eastern Conference Finals by a couple years, he maybe felt yeah. it's safe territory now to invade. Remember how hated he was in Milwaukee? Well, yes, right. I mean, if Obnoxious. you're a Raptors fan, like it's like it's like having an owner who's not an owner. Like he was the face of the Raptors, totally. as much as any player. Well, the yeah. Bucks are owning it too now, so he better exactly. shut up. Exactly, he better yep. shut up. Can't mess with us. All right, coming up next, as I said, we'll talk about uh, Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon being fired. What are your thoughts? 855-616-1620. I've got some very specific thoughts. 855-616-1620. Get a hold of us here at WTMJ on the Old National Bank. Talk and text line. Old National Bank, get old. 
The news today, Tucker Carlson, who you heard there, has been fired. Don Lemon has been fired. The right is unhappy. The left is unhappy. Us in the middle, don't know what the hell to think. My mom used to always say that. If everybody's a little unhappy, yeah. there's something good happening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring in Derek Dennis, ABC News. He's been tracking this story all day and joins us with the details. Uh, good afternoon, Derek. Let's start with Tucker Carlson. What do we know about sure. his situation? Uh, well, we don't know much other than that he and CNN, uh, he and Fox, he and Fox have agreed to part ways. Uh, we haven't gotten a statement from Tucker Carlson himself. The only statement we got was from Fox News Media confirming uh, the departure. Uh, Fox News wishing uh, Tucker Carlson well, uh, noting that he'd been with the network for a very long time. He is the or was the highest rated host uh, on Fox, averaging three million viewers a night. Uh, and, and Tucker Carlson last appeared on air on Friday, telling viewers at the end of his show he'll see him on Monday. So and something happened between Friday. I uh, saw that and sign off. He looked so happy and was like, "Oh, we'll see him see Monday. Monday." Yeah, guess not. Uh, but we know that uh, his last appearance on air came just days after uh, Fox settled that huge lawsuit, defamation lawsuit brought by Dominion Voting Systems, alleging that Fox, Tucker Carlson, and a number of other Fox hosts uh, were spreading disinformation and falsehoods about uh, the company's role in the outcome of the 2020 election that former President Trump lost. Uh, Fox lost that case, uh, settled that case uh, out of court for $787 million, but uh, the outcome did not require Fox to uh, apologize or admit to any wrongdoing whatsoever. So we really don't know uh, a, a lot of uh, the behind the scenes of what happened between Fox and Tucker Carlson, but the timing of the settling of the Dominion lawsuit and Tucker Carlson's last day coming just days apart uh, it certainly has many people connecting the dots. All right, then uh, Don Lemon. So we get the news about Tucker Carlson, Derek, and then we hear that Don Lemon has been fired at CNN, and Don Lemon kind of broke the news himself. What do we know about the Don Lemon situation? Right. Unrelated, two different networks, but to, but another big high-profile host on cable news, Don Lemon, uh, let go by CNN. Uh, Lemon himself, as you mentioned, he broke the news himself on Twitter saying that he was terminated by the network. And then he made a curious uh, uh, statement in that he said, I would have thought someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. At no time was I ever given any indication I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved loved the network. And then he added, it is clear that there are some larger issues at play. He did not elaborate on that last part. Uh, oh, but it was clear that Don Lemon uh, had uh, or was having a tumultuous time at the network ever since he got moved from his primetime show to the host of CNN this morning, early in the morning. He had a series of statements on there and comments made that drew a lot of negative attention, uh, including uh, the not in her prime statement he made by former U.S. ambassador to the U.N., Nikki Haley. That got him suspended for two days. Uh, he had to undergo sensitivity training, and he had to apologize uh, both, both publicly and within CNN to colleagues, many of them women who were outraged by his statement. And so uh, Don Lemon was said to be widely reported to be on thin ice, uh, but uh, that was in February, and he seemed to survive it. He went back to work, and it seemed to be business as usual. So this firing today sort of came out of the blue. Derek Dennis from ABC News with us this afternoon. Thank you so much for the update, Derek. Sure thing.
All right. I got to say something here. Then we're going to get to breaking news. Good riddance to both these guys. They are John, I support that thought. Tucker Carlson, unethical, admitted through text messages that what he was saying on the air he did not believe. Admitted that he knew the voting machines were okay, but went on the air and said that they were not. I mean, he almost changed the course of democracy, this man. Unethical. Unethical. POS. Bad bad for journalism. Bad for journalism. Don Lemon. Bad for journalism. Don Lemon at CNN. (laughs) Don Lemon said this about Nikki Haley, presidential candidate, former ambassador, former governor. He said this about Nikki Haley when talking about the age of candidates. Talk about politicians not in their prime. Nikki Haley as a woman is not in her prime. A woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s, 30s, maybe her 40s. She's well past that. Yikes. I'm coming over. I just it makes me want to punch. I'm not going to lie. It's infuriating. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Absolutely awful stuff. And they, these these are after the reports. And he was fighting with Caitlin Collins the other morning. Anchor fighting there. with her. Mm-hmm. Kira Phillips, who we anchored the news with, she got assigned to go to Iraq for an assignment he wanted. She came back and he had torn up the pictures and notes and research papers that were sitting on her desk and left them in shreds because he was unhappy with her. If this was TV, you could see my jaw dropping. In what? 2014... He told, a, he told a Bill Cosby rape accuser that she could have stopped what happened to her by biting his penis, and it was her fault. Okay, that's disgusting. So good riddance to both of these guys. See you later. Won't be missed. Bye-bye. Black Eye to journalism. No more. See ya. From the WTMJ Breaking News Center, we've got breaking news. Greg Matzik. A deal is done. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, Aaron Rodgers will be traded to the New York Jets for the following compensation. Packers will receive the Jets' first-round draft pick number 13 overall in round one of Thursday's draft. They'll also receive a 2023 second-round pick number 42 overall, a sixth-round pick, and a conditional 2024 second-round pick that could become a first-round pick if Rodgers plays 65% of snaps next season. The Packers will not only give up Rodgers, but they'll pick-swap with New York, sending their number 15 pick in this year's draft to New York, along with a 2023 fifth-round pick. So they'll swap first-round picks. Packers are giving 15 to the Jets and acquiring number 13. They get the Jets' first, second-round pick, number 42. Packers' own pick, number 45 overall. They're getting a sixth-round pick and this 2024 second-round conditional pick that becomes a first-rounder if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. We'll have more on this throughout the afternoon, but Adam Schefter reporting that the compensation package is in place to send Aaron Rodgers to New York to play for the Jets, where he's also reporting Rodgers will wear... The number eight. Okay, so the big news of the compensation side of things seems to be that they could have acquired another number one if Rogers stays healthy, is basically how that number one would become a number one, right? The 2024 pick is conditional. It is a second rounder yep. based upon Schefter's reporting yep. that will become a first rounder if Rogers plays 65% of the plays. So that has nothing to do with Rodgers playing beyond the next season. Right, which is what we had been talking which about. Which some people thought was going to be a, a key yep. component to a trade compensation. This is more if Rodgers plays you know, a little more than half of the plays this season, the Packers will receive a first-round pick in next year's draft instead of a second-rounder. A second-rounder is not bad either, That's by right. the way. Yep. All right, we're digesting this. We'll have more on it as we head through the afternoon. Keep it right here. We'll bring you more on this as we head through the afternoon. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. The breaking news this afternoon is that 
The Packers have agreed to terms to trade Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Adam Schefter, the first one to report the actual trade compensation per his sources. Basically, the Packers will move up two picks in the first round. So they had the number 15. They will move up to number 13. So that's the movement in the first round. The Packers also get a second-round pick this year, which is number 42. They give up a fifth-round pick. That goes to the Jets. That's number 170. And they get a sixth-round pick, number 207. So basically this year, they move up two spots in the first round. They pick up a second-round pick. And then they trade, giving the Jets our fifth, and we get their sixth. Next year, a conditional 2024 second-round pick. So next year, the Packers will get a second-round pick for the Jets. Unless Rodgers plays 65% of the plays, which if he's healthy is going to happen, and then that becomes a first-round pick, which is a big deal. Greg Matzik's been on this story from the beginning. Greg, to me, it's like, all right, we gain a couple picks in the first round. That's probably not a really big deal. We gain a second-round pick this year. That's really nice. Then we flip the five and the six, but next year is what's more interesting. It's going to be a second-round pick or potentially a first-round pick. The biggest takeaway for me in the reported compensation plan that you just laid out is that the 2024 conditional pick has nothing to do with Rodgers playing beyond the upcoming season. Okay, he plays 65% of the snaps this coming season, and the second-round pick offered becomes a first-round pick. Right now, now think about this. If Rodgers doesn't play 65% of the snaps, something went wrong, he got hurt, something happened, and the Jets more than likely are not going to have a great season. So that pick, right, that first-round pick, probably becomes much more valuable to the Jets who are kind of in that constant state of rebuild. Okay, if he plays 65% of the snaps or more, chances are the Jets are going to be a pretty good team and pick toward the back half of the first round. That would be my guess, somewhere between you know 15 and 30. They're not getting Aaron Rodgers to not be a playoff team. And then they'll have Rodgers, and he'll wet the bed in the right, first round of playoffs. Happen and, <laughs> but and, nonetheless, uh, the fact that the conditional pick has nothing to do with Rodgers playing beyond the upcoming season is the biggest takeaway for me. Because that had been the reporting, that likely it would be tied to if they can convince Aaron Rodgers to stay a second season. And to your point, that is not part of this at all. No, not at all. So the pick swap, okay. Look, you're, if this were a year ago, I, I think as a Packers fan, you'd be annoyed that yep. you didn't just get the Jets' first-round pick Agreed. without having to touch your own. But this wasn't MVP, back-to-back MVP Aaron Rodgers we saw on the field last year, right? It was, it was different. He didn't play well. So the, the leverage the Packers had, in truth, was, was a little bit less than if they tried to pull off a trade a year ago. Uh, so the fact that they are getting a first-round pick, they are moving up a little bit in the draft, they get the Jets' first, second-round pick. So now the Packers have pick number 42 and 45. That sets up nice and maybe gives you some ammunition to move down in the draft to acquire more picks. It's not considered a, a strong draft by comparison. So you've got a little flexibility with the picks that you've acquired. Uh, but I think overall, I, I look at this, and I can't say if one team got fleeced or, or not, but it appears fair, but I am surprised that there's nothing tied to how long Rodgers is a Jet. All right. It is 3.43. Amy, did you want to weigh in? I just I sort of want to talk about why, you know, why this happened. Was it inevitable given Rogers uh, psyche and the way he was feeling about Green Bay? And are people going to be really happy that it did happen? Yes. Get him out of here. We'll put up a should we put up a poll. I'm looking at Adam right now. His head is spinning back there. We do a poll. Aaron Rodgers is traded. I am happy or sad. Just have another. Just respond to your relationship has soured. 
Yeah, I think you make them choose. Are we happy or sad? Yeah, I think the relationship soured six months ago. I mean, we've done this topic repeatedly on this show. Right. And the number's gone up and up and up for get him out of here, ready to be done. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break and get out of here because uh, Mark Tauscher's lined up to talk to us up next. The Packers Hall of Famer played with Aaron Rodgers. He will join us on the hotline straight ahead on WTMJ. According to numerous sources, Aaron Rodgers has been traded to the Jets. Details still being worked out, but we do kind of know what they are. The basic details are that the Packers move up a couple of slots in the first round. They pick up a second-round pick this year. They flip their fifth and sixth picks with the Jets. And next year, they get a second-round pick. And if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps, that becomes a first-round pick. Mark Tauscher of Wildy and Tausch, Packers Hall of Famer, longtime tackle in the NFL, is with us this afternoon. Hey, Tausch, thanks for making some time for us. You got it. Uh, this doesn't surprise me, but... Looking at the text line, which is blowing up, going crazy, I'd say 80% of the texts are glad Aaron Rodgers is gone. We put a quick question up, a Twitter question. 71% are, here's the question. Finish the sentence. Aaron Rodgers has been traded. I am happy or sad? Those are the only two answers. 71% say happy. I'm not surprised. You have a different perspective than the rest of us. You've been inside an NFL locker room. You were in the locker room with Aaron Rodgers. What is your core reaction today to the news that this is indeed going to happen and be done. Yeah, I'm sad. Uh, I think it's, you know, I understand why everybody's happy. Everybody's done with it. and But you have a great player that's walking out of your building, and you have a lot of uncertainty, and, and there's going to be a lot of excitement that comes with that. But I don't think when you look back, it's this is all going to come back to, you know, how good of a player is Jordan Love? And, you know, that's going to be the question mark moving forward because – Brian Gutekunst did a fantastic job of getting as much as he could to be able to get a first round pick uh, for Aaron Rodgers next year. If he plays 65, he's going to play 65% unless he's injured, he's going to play 65% of the snaps and the jets could stink. They could, you know, that, that conference is loaded with quarterbacks. So to not have that tied into any playoff stuff, kudos to Goody. Um, but for me, just as a Packer fan and as a former player and a former teammate of Aaron's, I'm sad in the fact that this ended this way, that this is how it played out, and that he only was able to win one championship with the Green Bay Packers. So um, I will move forward. I think as uh, you know, fans have already moved forward, I've always been on, of the belief that Aaron was going to be able to get another one, and he put this team and this franchise and this fan base in a lot of great positions to do it. But you only can't leave here with one championship, and for that, that makes me sad. You have a unique perspective because you also played with Brett Favre, and you were here. You were on the team when Favre left. Did you have the same reaction? Did you also feel sad when Favre left? Well, I yeah, I mean, I think everybody, even you know, liking Aaron and knowing that Aaron was going to be good, we also knew that there were going to be growing pains, and there was going to be time. And when you get to be a veteran player at that point, I think it was in year eight or nine, my contract was running out. Um, I knew that Brett Favre was going to give us a better chance to win that season. Um, not to say that Aaron wasn't going to get better and better, and obviously we were able to win a championship two years later. But, yeah, I think anytime you move, have these transitions in life, and this is, as a Packer fan standpoint, this will be one of those bookmark dates that he looks back and says, this is when you traded Aaron Rodgers. Um, and that's the end of that era, even though it's been drawn out. We knew this was happening. 
And it was, what, March 13th that he announced he intended to play for the Jets. It took this time to get here. But this era of great football is over. And I think that should make everybody sad that, again, there's a lot of excitement. Everybody is hoping and a lot of hope for the future. But a really fun, great era of football with another Hall of Fame quarterback uh, has now officially been ended. And, yeah, that makes me sad. Tausch, I imagine guys in the locker room are going to spin positive. Hey, we move forward. we got a lot of confidence in Jordan, right? This is where you'll hear everybody talking about how much they think Jordan has improved. Whether they fully believe that or not, how do you think this news travels inside the locker room? Do you think there is a split? Some are ready to rock and move forward to the new quarterback. Some are sad. It's it's a locker room. That's the sanctity of the team. That's a big deal to make sure that locker room is cohesive and ready to move forward together together. How do you think this news travels? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, you're going to have some of the younger players that have been with Jordan and are excited about his development and maybe didn't like the way Aaron uh, handled some things. Maybe would be excited, but I think mostly it's going to be relief because those guys now, you didn't, usually you'd see players and coaches uh, have conversations in that first week of, uh, you know, the off-season program. You didn't, and I think the Packers were wise to do that. I think everybody is relieved that now they can talk moving forward. Whether or not there's veteran players in that locker room that are really disappointed that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be their quarterback. They're not going to tell you that, and they shouldn't. But there's no doubt that everybody realizes that this is a reset as far as you know having a new quarterback. That doesn't mean this team can't be good and that this team can't contend to win an NFC North. But there's, I think the overarching, you're going to have a lot of the veterans, I think, that are disappointed, but everybody in the locker room, and that includes Goody and the front office, there is going to be a sense of relief that we don't have to keep talking about this, that the Aaron Rodgers stuff, we'll talk about it, and now everybody moves forward. And I think there is something liberating about that as a player. Yeah, going back to the compensation, Tausch, as soon as Aaron came out of the darkness retreat and appeared on McAfee, I, to me, at, at that point, that, that was the end. That was the end of Aaron Rodgers playing in Green Bay. I, I did not envision him taking another snap. So the fact the Packers were able to swap first and second round picks, they get rid of the financial obligation. I, for a guy who was never going to take another snap in Green Bay, with, with only one team bidding on Rodgers' services, like it, to me it feels like the Packers probably got as much out of this as they possibly could. Yeah, for this time and for how this all played out, um, to have somebody that's taken on that salary and you're still able to get, you know, you pick swap this year, you get the second. I don't think there's any swapping this. I think you get the 42. And then next year you're looking at a position where you, it's going to have to be a complete dumpster for the Packers to not get a one. And there's a really good chance that the Jets in a tough division with Buffalo and Miami it could be a tough year if Aaron isn't really sharp and playing great football that you're going to get a good first round pick in next year's draft. I, I he tipped the cap. I, I think I was under the impression you were going to get a two, a two, and then a potential if the jets have a really good season and make the playoffs that turns into a one. I think Goody did a fantastic job of, you know, not panicking and getting the jets to come closer to his side of what he was looking for, which was that one it doesn't look like it's a one right now, but it's going to be a one unless Aaron Rodgers is hurt. And to get that with the potential of it being a really good pick, uh, you have to give you have to tip your cap to Brian Gutekunst. 
Mark Tauscher, Wildy and Tausch, 9 a.m. to noon on ESPN Milwaukee. We really appreciate you making some time for us. Thank you so much, Tausch. You bet, guys.